Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Soundcheck, the rock and roll alternative music podcast here at Central Michigan Life. My name is Andrew Mullen. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Michael Livingston. And today is kind of special because we have a new podcast editor. Yeah. A uh, friend of the show, Ben Ackley, has decided to, against his best interest, to uh, t- take the helm of our podcast. It's some operation that we're running here that uh, basically if you're a regular guest on this show, you get a job here. Apparently, That's what happened to me. That's apparently. what happened to Ben. <laughs> You were a guest here like twice. Before. I was, but so was. And then the second time, you already knew you're gonna get it. So. Yeah. But still, it's like, hey, if you if you're a guest on the show, we'll give you a job. I don't like that. that that's not true. <laughs> that is not true, Michael. Don't lie to everyone, but, please. But we Ben Ben is also the one who produced and helped write our uh, current intro music. Um, like you like you said, he's mm-hmm. been on the show plenty of times. Um, and. Yeah, it's it's awesome to have Ben mm-hmm. recording for us because he's you know he's a lot like Andrew and I, just great taste in music, and he's gonna help us a lot and make the whole process run a lot smoother. Hell, um, hell yeah! And he's already making himself at home. You know, he's already down eating. some pizza. And <laughs> he's he's having a good time. So. <laughs> Happy to be here. Yeah. <laughs> also, um, something else I'm excited because we finally got this figured out. Um, Pod, our episodes might flow a little different now because we figured out a way to send feed from like our, our, our laptops and our phones, you know, like audio wise directly to our recording booth. So yes. we will be able to play music live while, while we're having these conversations, which we haven't been able to do before. Right. So, and kind of give uh, live commentary mm-hmm. over the, the, the music. And, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to be able to have a chance to sort of hear it and not just quietly underneath our voices. You yes, know? or something like that. Or, you know, just, just like a, taking an awkward break because we don't plan out when we fucking, you know. Right. What, how these song clips are going to intro them. So it's going to be easier for us to do that. A little easier on the editor, a little just, just better, I think, for everyone all around. Oh, yeah. Uh, they're, they're, so, but that being said, this will be the first time we're doing it, so there might be mm-hmm. some growing pains. Uh, right. I know we can only record mono right now at the moment. We might try to fix that. So, uh, if stuff sounds really kind of distorted and craggly, that don't don't put that against the music. Mm-hmm. It might just be the uh, it might just be because it's a mono. Which yeah. And this is a great episode to start doing this on because this is going to be a very music. Um, and listening to songs kind of yes. heavily episode. There's a lot of obscure stuff yeah. um, we're listening to. Um, because, well, first of all, before we dive into it, we have a Twitter, yes. as always. We have S, you can follow us at SCheckOfficial. Kind um, of doing personal ones. Andrew Mullen4 mm-hmm. is mine, and, and Michael's. What Michael is yours? C. Liv made a couple tweets this week. I mean, I'm making progress. There so you go. go ahead and, and give uh, it a follow. S- given the nature of our episode, we're just going to do. In- recommended recommendations at the start of this week's episode mm-hmm. because most of this episode is going to be a recommendation yes really um, so the reason you why did you make some tweets this week michael yes all right guys uh you know him you love him one of my favorite bands coming out of michigan right now in my opinion the best band coming out of michigan right now dog leg um released a new track called fox um yesterday um Go ahead and give it a listen. You can um, find it on YouTube, a music video on YouTube, actually, which I am in. If you look hard enough in the um, concert film that they made, they recorded that um, video at Bloodfest this past year, which I was at. This is when they um, they played a set completely through like a fire alarm. 
because the smoke machines were malfunctioning. <laughs> so the music was so loud, you can hear it over the fire alarm. Oh, boy. It's so cool. And it's it's such a great performance because there's smoke everywhere. Everything's like, everyone's like chaotic. Like the ushers are trying to get people out of the building and stuff like that. What, what were you doing in the music video? I was moshing. So, you know, you oh, can you can awesome. see me you can see me appear like in a couple frames. But like the, the <laughs> video like itself your is your head is like, like a, like a, like I know. a dolphin and, out of water. Yeah, your head that's just like exactly, comes up that's over ex- the pit. That's exactly <laughs> what it is because like I'm a shorter guy so like you see all these tall people and then you see me like spring up for like a couple seconds and then just sink back down it was so fun but um yeah go check out that song it it perfectly captures the energy of their live performances you know you can listen to Dogleg on Spotify listening to their first EP and you can still you can get the energy from those, those songs but this is recorded in such a way where you can kind of you you can you feel like you're at one of their live shows, which is, I think, the most essential part of listening to Dog. Cool, cool. So, I don't know what's gonna top that in this episode. <laughs> might as well end it there. I mean, just the image of Michael like gasping for breath like video. a fish. Yes, it's hilarious. Um, I'll, I'll just throw mine real quick. Um, I'm. I'm actually going to recommend an album, specifically a compilation this week. Remember, we don't recommend just albums alone. But mm-hmm. um, on Bandcamp, which is funny, which is fitting for this um, today's topic, uh, there is a. Uh, it's been out for a few years now. I don't know what year this came out in. Um, but there is a, a compilation called "Not Safe to Drink: mm. Music for Flint Water Crisis Relief." Oh. So essentially, yeah. I mean, if you, I mean, it's uh, uh, you have. As far as I don't know how much the the minimum price is, you know how the Bandcamp model works, which we'll get to in a second. But mm-hmm. um, pitch in some money, you get I th- how many songs is it? Fuck, you get eighty songs. Nice. Um, and then obviously the money will go to uh, I don't know the exact details, but the money will go to the Flint Water Crisis Relief. Now again, this is a few years old. I don't know um, if they're still doing it. I assume so because reminder, Flint does, still doesn't have clean water, so. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely look into that, and um, yeah, there's some decent stuff on here. I mean, it is really music for everyone. There's rap, there's electronica, there's um, there's rock, there's emo, there's, there's yeah. punk, and I'm, alternative. I'm just learning about like these kind of compilations for a cause thing. I know Anthony Fantano did one earlier in the year. I just came across one on Bandcamp, researching for this episode, like kind of for um, you know women's abortion rights and stuff like that. Hmm. I, I is this kind of like a new thing that's happening? I don't know. Again, this this thing's a few years old. I, okay. I, it doesn't say what year this came out in. It's bothering me. Okay. But, um, yeah, again, not safe to drink. Go look it up. Nice. Donate some money. Uh, I think they're all Michigan artists, too, I want to say. Sweet. Well, is Taken Back Sunday from Michigan? I, I hope not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Same. No, oh, I, I'm Jeff, glad they contributed to this album. Wait, Jeff uh, Rothenstock is definitely not from Michigan. So, okay. They're not, yeah. actually. Okay. But a lot of them are. There's like the, the Swellers and you know, the Suicide Machines have one on here. Mm-hmm. Actually cover an Operation Ivory song, which just seems a little too obvious, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah. All right. Well, so, without further ado, you want to get into the topic? Yeah, so um, are we still going to call this Bandcamp Discovery? Not exactly, because really what this is is kind of like internet discovery and, and you, know, you you discover every all music on the internet technically nowadays, but, but this is stuff that you the, the way this is kind of more obscure mm-hmm. bands albums songs whatever mm-hmm. that that uh, and i told michael this that you know that you could never have discovered without the internet like right. uh, like you know it, it's just like unless you had like a really cool maybe import shop that, like, like if the internet didn't exist today, if there were really cool, maybe a really cool import section, mm-hmm. a really cool record store, or they happened to, to 
to stock a lot of really unknown stuff. This is stuff that probably, A, could not possibly expand, so it could, A, possibly not exist without the internet, or yep. B, um, you know, really helps grow a wider audience, and then yep. obviously that's how you can help discover. And that could be through Bandcamp, through maybe YouTube recommendations, Spotify recommendations, other, you know, uh, other social media-esque style you know, websites or platforms that are kind of either, at least somewhat helpful for recommending new music. Yeah, and some of these bands we've actually recommended on the show before, but in smaller doses in the recommendation portion. Yes. So this is going to be great to just kind of do a little bit more of a deep dive into these bands. These are like kind of our hand-picked favorites, yes. I'd say. Yeah. And like how we kind of organized this is we made each other a, couple, a playlist for uh, mm-hmm. each other of the songs and artists that we picked. We listened to them. Um, you know, we're going to kind of give our opinions to each other. And um, either way, none of this music, in your opinion or in my opinion, is bad music. You should look up all of these bands. Yes. You know, it might, me and Andrew might have an argument about one yes. or two of them. But like, I, you, you've, you've mentioned a couple. <laughs> I'm already gritting my teeth. But but, uh, but either way, I mean, all of these bands, um, you know, someone's going to find merit mm-hmm. in, in these bands. So definitely check them out, all of them. And, and you're going to be able to listen to it live with us this time around. So... Andrew, what is the first band you you bring into the table so, today? Everyone knows me. I love me some punk rock. Oh, and fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone knows I love some punk. I love me some punk rock. And and I would say and I was thinking about this. I think punk rock, metal, and hip hop are like probably the ultimate anti-authority music. Would mm-hmm. you agree with that? I would agree with that. And because of that, I think punk rock. It, punk rock like metal and hip-hop is a kind of a global i don't say global phenomenon but a global genre that can pull mm-hmm. a lot of people together because there's corruption all over the world there's yeah. angst all over the world so not only def- that but the music's easy to make it's yes. easy to produce well, p- well pr- in particular with 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 punk mm-hmm. maybe hip-hop is hip-hop as well too yeah. metal that's eh, pr- a little pushing it but i mean you, you find these genres all in places you would never expect in the middle east and africa and you know, in you know, in Asia, you know, stuff that specifically kind of starts over, you know, maybe in the states or in Europe, kind of, kind of divulges all over the world, and sure. it's really cool to see that. And uh, one in the band I'm going to first introduce today is a punk band uh, from a country I don't know. A lot of people may not even know exist. Oh. Uh, so even though it's an former Soviet, Soviet satellite nation called Serbia, and the band's name, Hosenfeffer, nice. and I have to. I have to say it so excitedly because it's in all caps. caps. The name is in all caps. So, um, again, first of all, Michael said, and I agree, that we should have done at least minimal amounts of research about the bands before Mm -hmm. we talked about them today. But, again, these are all kind of obscure. So information about them can still be kind of hard to come by. So, But from best what I've understood, I think Halston Pfeffer, they started – um, I want to say 97. So okay. they've been around for quite a bit. Okay. Um, and they're, they're, they're over in, Ser- in Serbia. And, um, yeah, it's pretty much the basis of what I know. <laughs> okay. I think their lead singer's name is Sonic Boris, which is awesome. Wow. <laughs> um, he's like a very hairy, you know, East European man uh-huh. who just kind of just like screams into the microphone. Oh, yeah. with a really gruff voice. You it's, you can hear that in these it's songs. Really, really cool sounding. Um, they, I, don't, I don't know how many albums or singles they have because it, this band is really weird to me because everywhere I look, whether it be their old MySpace page, their Facebook page, their mm-hmm. Spotify, YouTube, Bandcamp, whatever, I swear there's like something different on each one of them that I've never seen before. So I don't really know what music there is, but um, definitely. 
the one that I really love is um, the album I really like is Hangovers and Heartaches. Yes, and you can find this one on Bandcamp. You can find this one on Bandcamp, and I'm gonna look up. I should have had this all pulled up before, but mm. we, we kind of could real style this because everything kind of was going wrong before you first started recording. Um, but yeah, you can find that. You can find another one on Bandcamp. But the one that I um, particularly remember finding them from is on a compilation album. Um, first of all, I think we should also mention where we discovered each yeah, band for each definitely. one. For me, I did actually discover this one through Bandcamp. It's called. XU Rock and Roll Bastards Final Compilation. You just, it's a weird name on Bandcamp, but essentially, if it says XU spelled without the the O and U, mm-hmm. Rock and Roll Bastards, you find it, and it's kind of like a, a punk compilation of a bunch of East European bands. Nice. Uh, there's a really cool one on there called Concrete Worms that I really like. The song in their lies is awesome, and mm-hmm. they're really good. They're more political. Host and Pfeffer is just kind of stupid, dumb fun, mm-hmm. and I love them for it so much. Um, in fact, I'm actually going to, we're going to see, hopefully, this sounds good to you all, but we're going to play uh, a snippet of uh, their song, Get Back in the Hole, which is my favorite of theirs, and then, Michael, you can share me your opinions on them after <laughs> we're done. Okay. I'm the, we, we we don't have headphones. We realize we can't actually hear what's what's being played. <laughs> yeah, we're just like sitting, <laughs> sitting silently while this plays. But uh, so again, growing pains. But so Michael, what did you think of this? Band? Yeah. So all right, Host and Pfeffer. Right? It, it's it is your standard blocky punk chord progressions. It is yeah. everywhere. But what is, what was really redeeming for me is is our hairy Serbian friend who has this amazing gruff guttural mm-hmm. voice above this punk. And um, that was really what stuck out for me. Um, I, I feel like production-wise, uh, obviously it's going to be a little shoddy because it's you know it's a band camp band. I, you know they probably are not signed to a major label. I, I, actually, I can probably confirm they're not signed to a major label. I so the the production shoddy. I wish there was a little more bass, um, especially for a punk band like this where it's kind of blocky. Interesting bass lines I think are essential. Um, I mean, I, I suppose, um, but the same. I mean, at the same time, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I would agree. It could be a little more bass kick to it, mm-hmm. but at the same time, like I don't really need interesting bass lines from this band. Uh, yeah. They're they're kind of again, like I said, they're kind of dumb fun for me. I, I love them so much, but even yeah, I really that's not what I listen to this band for. Is the interesting? I mean, thing. No. I th- I think the guitars still sound really good, mm-hmm. and you know, really loud and just punchy. So, um, really, honestly, that makes up for any any, any lack yeah, of bass I, that's in the mix. See, um, I'm kind of on the other opposite end. I, 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 the guitar tone is something I've heard before. It, it, it didn't really stick out as that interesting. Like I said, instrumentally, this, I feel like this band needs a lot of work, but the vocals is what give them potential. 
And that's what that's what I'd like to see emphasized in the future. Obviously, I don't want to see them layer on like add sense or like some bullshit to the the overall music, but I want to see a little bit better production in the future. And and maybe this album specifically didn't exemplify that. Maybe if I went in and explored some other projects. Yeah, I, I couldn't even tell you how to do that. There's one other one on on them. Uh, I. I one other one from them on Bandcamp. Again, you can if you go look elsewhere, like on YouTube, you can find more. Mm-hmm. But you know, this is pretty much is how they sound for like a lot of their stuff. And you know what? I mean, I, I guess I can see the issue without the bass. But to me, the the, the remixing isn't that far off for me. Yeah. Again, this is exactly what I really what I want because because they're because they're. They're a punk band, but they also kind of they're they're closer to that borderline of what's just regular rock and roll, what's punk. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're definitely on the punk side of that yeah. spectrum, but they're close to that you know fine line there. So, yeah. um, again, I, I I'm not really crying out for like any much more bass for me, and I think they're just such a really fun band. No, I, and a re- and just they're just I don't know. I mean, I just love gotta love his vocals. Um, I think they make great hooks too. Um, yes. I think they have awesome hooks. Alcohol and hate. I mean that. Both that and stay with me too. I, I that was my favorite out of all. Very, that, that's very a catchy. dictator's cover. Really? I, I, I just, okay. You didn't well, know that? No, I did not know the, that. The, stay with me so. is probably dictator's most famous song, and um, my goodness, great! Like every fucking unknown punk band, I swear I come across has covered this song. Like I've heard, like t- I've heard countless numbers. Countless covers of that song is ridiculous. I thought I'd throw that in there because I figured you'd know well, it. See, this is so. I, well, I didn't, but I, I in this example specifically, their their tone worked really well on on that cover yeah. with the guitar, and it was very catchy. And it, it, that that is the one that kind of looped me. Uh, and it's kind of sad that the cover looped me more than the original. Well, here's the thing. Like, honestly, that's that's honestly my least favorite from that record. To be to be brutally honest, because I mean, it's certainly the most interesting cover I've heard of that song but I, honestly like the, the song is so simple to begin with and i've never heard it really done very interestingly i, I always just prefer the dictator's version so right. quite, quite frankly i just i just feel it just feels like an awkward fit for them because there's just, just balls to the wall just you're just just full throttle just just serbian guys screaming at you so mm-hmm. i don't know i really don't i mean i i threw it in there because i figured you'd recognize the song but i guess that was wrong <laughs> Sorry, dude. Um, <laughs> I did my best, but no, I I do I th- I think this is a redeeming band, yes. and it's definitely they have so much potential, yes. especially with a vocalist okay. like that. So, it, you know, not my cup of tea at the moment, but I, I'd like to follow it and see where it's gonna go. I mean, they've been out for like twenty years at this point. I well, don't know if it's not going. Not gonna so it's, not, it's not going anywhere. But but <laughs> you know, I I will say this though. Um, I I I think they're pretty much there as far as punk band goes. I think they're really good, and also. You're going to see this a common theme with, with all my picks. Uh, it is name your price on Bandcamp, and you can download the, the compilation for free as well as all their stuff for free. Of course, obviously, with Bandcamp, I should recommend it's always better to pay royalties to the artist. But of course. Also, we're poor-ass college kids, so yeah. I, I really shouldn't be sitting on a high horse. Anyways, yeah. that being said, let's go on to your pick. Okay. We've talked too, way too long about Host of Effort. It's, a, it's all good. I think um, I'm going to start with dueling a, a two picks together. Um, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get my math rock picks out of the way first because what I'm presenting first is two um, kind of math rock happy go lucky kind of pop math rock um, mm-hmm. that I really got into over the summer this uh, past year. Um, the first band is called Nullberry, which I've recommended on the show before, and you've sent sent to, over to me before as yes. well. Yes, I I they, this band only has three singles out on uh on streaming platforms but if you go to the youtube page Corey lott which is the lead singer of this band he kind of um famed himself by making math rock covers of some famous songs 
kind of taking some songs and turning it in ma- to math rock, which usually just means adding unnecessary tapping, right? <laughs> but um, but his the original music that this guy puts out is absolutely astonishing. Um, I want to go ahead and listen to the song Vegan Chicken real quick. Um, this is the first song I discovered by them, and it kind of goes to show you how they're creating really unique tone with math rock you know it doesn't have to always be like just straight reverb you know into a clean channel anything like that they're adding like a little more depth to it so go ahead and play that real quick from the start from the start yep all right That, that was uh, just one of the examples of just uh, how they're able to kind of put mixed math rock, pop, and kind of just like um, very chorus-heavy um, songwriting styles into this pretty awesome project that I am constantly on the edge of my seat to hear more of, but the, the, my only complaint with this band is they don't uh, release consistently. And they've been on the Bandcamp page. It's been saying like album coming out for like three years straight. So <laughs> I just I and they just put out a new single a little while ago. But I'm I'm still like I'm I want they they got the EP out, but I want the album. I need the album. Um, Needs my, it. Yes. And and the second band I had pulled up for my math rock picks um, is a band called Heirloom, which I think I've also recommended on the show before. Maybe not. This one's really interesting because it's taking math rock and actually putting. Um, kind of like this adventure rock thing behind it. It's I like to describe this band as if the Hobbit was math rock. You have <laughs> strings kind of plucking on harps, um, you know, fiddles, a lot of these uh, you know rustic string instruments and and string arrangements coming together perfectly with this uh, with a math rock sound behind it and you still get like the tapping guitars and stuff like that my only complaint with this band would probably be the singer i i I don't think um his vocals really do it justice i would have liked to see a more like um theatrical performance from uh from a singer uh to go with this music but both these bands together are great examples of how uh, math rock is not all about technicality there's also sort of timbre and color behind it and there's ways that you can make it unique and i'm i'm really excited and i wanted to show you these um and kind of warm you up to some math rock because i'm hoping we can do like an intro to math rock that, that, episode yeah, at some I'd point be interested in doing that you know um i guess you know i actually i actually did enjoy this i i guess my, my intro to math my my exposure to math rock is quite limited i will mm-hmm. admit but from what i've heard i've my, my complaint with math rock's like yeah great you have all these great tapping and uh technical proficiencies that's great but yeah. like for me also it kind of lacks the hooks a lot sometimes right as well. right but uh, i thought i think i thought with both these bands actually i definitely got those actually right this time and I, I purposely chose these bands because um you know like i said they can uh introduce some kind of uh the songwriting styles will uh kind of pull you in and it'll have great hooks that you can get used to Ben's filming us over here. I didn't hear what you said because Ben's over here like a like shitty Dean grin on his face. Just <laughs> filming shit. He's, uh, he's going on the Snapchat. <laughs> right. um, 
I'm fine. Um, I'm fine with it. What was I saying? Um, <laughs> well, I'm glad you like these masks. Uh, well, I, actually, I wasn't a huge fan of Nullberry when you first introduced them to me, but the okay. second time around, especially with the first song, because mm-hmm. it had some energy. Uh, what was it? Mausoleum. Yes. I actually really, really liked that one. Um, I got to say, I really liked Heirloom. I really liked nice. Heirloom. Um, I was I f- hoping you would. This I, is I like, think it was the first one, on uh, Uncertain Slumber. Yeah. You know, no, Her- you know what I was thinking when Harlem was playing? What's that? If Yellow Card was a math rock band. Oh. Because of all like the violins and stuff in right. there. And then you still have kind of those distorted alternative sounding guitars and a kind yeah. of early 2000s sounding pop punk vocals. Yeah, right. It's a bit of a stretch, I know, but like that's kind no, of I what I was it. getting with it. But I thought it actually worked. I You say unnecessary tapping, but the tapping blends beautifully with Heirloom, with all the strings. I was like listening to that song. I was like, whoa, well, actually, that actually really works well together. I know. I'm I'm so glad I found Heirloom. I don't exactly know when I found them. I know it was on Bandcamp, and I I know I just kind of stumbled upon them, just like scrolling through the math rock section. Um, I I believe there's uh, covers and performances on YouTube, but um, as to when this band started, um, I'm thinking... You know, I'm going to look it up real quick, just going back to my Bandcamp profile. Um, I know they're an L.A. band, started in Los Angeles, and they released this EP this year, in 2019. So I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing what else this band comes out with. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm definitely going to be following them along a lot more. Sounds like they actually have a release schedule. Yeah, I mean, it's one release. But we'll see. Yeah, it released in April in the spring. So, uh, and from the looks of it, they got a Facebook page. So I'm going to be checking that out and kind of be following along what's going to He's just doing his scrolling right now. Yeah. I'm Uh, I'm excited. All right. I'd like to catch these guys live, too, if possible. But um, anyway, those are my first two bands here. I wanted to loop them together because they're the same genre. I'm going to go with my other band camp find um this is the only other one that i've actually discovered on Bandcamp. the other ones were from other means and uh, mm-hmm. there's some interesting stories there but the next one we're going to talk about and i don't i feel like i'm going to butcher this name this band's called villagers of iona iona oh for god's sakes villagers okay. of ionina how about we just say city. villagers of i city i think they also call it vic is what i've vic seen. i like we're it. gonna call it vic right. um they're by the way, I should also mention this was not planned on my part. I just realized when I picked all my bands, all my bands are like foreign to us, like as far as like they're nice. not from the United States. Where's, which where I are think, these guys from? Huh? Where are these guys from? These guys are from Greece, actually. Nice. Greece, and um, they're actually they're, they're really really interesting band. Um, I discovered these guys many years ago on Bandcamp. I think in 2015, um, probably around the same time as Wholesome Pfeffer, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, these guys are kind of a drone, not, I wouldn't say drone, like kind of a stoner rock style vote yes. band, like, you know, Monster Magnet and um, Tyus, but they also um, mix, you know, sounds of um, uh, their native Greek, you know, folk music traditions. Yeah. So they, they, they use a lot of, um, they, they have, a, you know, time signature, they, so they'll, they'll play with like heavy distorted guitars and, you know, standard sounding drums for... Mm-hmm. For you know, to get that you know stoner rock vibe from them, but they also um, play a lot of like you know wind instruments as well, including one instrument. I never really, I couldn't figure out what this instrument was. And what, what song was that one? Um, it's well, it's kind of all over their first record, which okay. is called RZA, but um, no, it's as far as I know, no relation to the um, uh, the guy from uh, Wu Tang Clan. <laughs> well, on uh, the song Echoes. Yes, um, that's what I was talking about. That that song was 
absolutely top notch um, because of that horn. I, it sounds just like a saxophone, but I know it's probably no. Not I, it. I, so either it's a clarinet, uh-huh. which I don't think I, I, I don't, I don't. I'm not like an expert when it comes to wind instrument sounds, but I don't think it's a clarinet. But it might be. What do they fucking call it? Um, uh, they have their biography down here. Either uh, way, it might be something called a caval, which is like another instrument. Okay. I mean, whatever it is, it paired perfectly with those like kind of dark, moody, rhythmic yeah. sections. It, 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 I, I absolutely. When I first heard Age of Aquarius, I saw it was like what a seven-minute song. Yeah. And I, I was afraid at first. You know, I was kind of like, oh great. Uh, but it did the whole song justified yeah. the length. To be honest, I don't know that record very well because I didn't even realize they released an album <laughs> this year. I totally blew me past. But yeah. because their last album was in 2014, so I kind of, I kind of, this guy, these guys kind of been slipping my mind for a bit. Every now and then, I come and shuffle, but I never really go think to check out what they're doing. But apparently, right. they have a new album out this year. Okay. It looks pretty good though. But we're gonna play, um, we're gonna play some, we're gonna play a clip here from the song Echoes, like Michael mentioned. It's probably my favorite song from them as well. It's really cool, and you'll hear that kind of odd sounding you know instrument they are coming in and maybe someone will know what it is yeah if you know it tweet it at us there you go (laughs) or maybe or maybe uh ben here will know So then that was Echoes by um, Burger Comp VIC because fuck trying to say their <laughs> first name again. I might be, I hope I'm not offending any people from the country of Greece. I don't mean to do that. But um, yeah, but I, I think they're a really, really interesting sounding band. Um, I mean, I really hadn't heard anything like this when I first heard them. And quite frankly, still not to this day. They were a very unique sounding band. Uh, looks like from their Bandcamp page, it's... The instrument on Echoes is listed as a clarino, and I'm not sure if that's just a misspelling of clarinet because I couldn't. Find I, th- it. I, th- I think th- I think that's what they also. I think I actually they, I've seen it also like refer to it as a clarinino other parts. So, okay. I've, hey, the mystery's been solved. Like for me, like four years later. Nice. So there we go. Yeah, maybe it's it's a different. Yeah, but I I thought it might even been like a theremin or something ridiculous like that at one that point. Been sweet. Yeah, but no. Um, but you know, seriously, they, they're a really interesting sounding band. They also like this. They also sing in Greek a lot, or at least from their north yeah, part. Yeah, part of. These their dialect from their uh, part of the country, and um, yeah, they're just really cool. Definitely check them out. Again, you can get find their stuff on Bandcamp. Their first album, yes, pay what you want, but again, you should always try to pay if you can. And then um, you can also buy their new album from there as well. So, mm-hmm. 
Nice. There you go. That's all I got really to say about them. Unless you have anything else. I got nothing. I definitely love this one. Didn't you recommend it on the show before? I have not. No, okay. I've never met. I don't even think I've ever mentioned this band to you. Okay. So. Well, I'm glad you did now because this is something I'm going to revisit. But uh, let's go into my next one. This is a Belgian um, post-punk band, um, for, uh, specifically in Brussels, um, called Whispering Sons, right? So I, I discovered this band on Bandcamp as well. And uh, I absolutely fell in love with the sound when I first heard it. I like to describe it. Imagine Joy Division, but, you know, Joy Division kind of has this uh, kind of stripped-down nature to it. Imagine Joy Division, but more grandiose, more uh, operatic, more, like, uh, just uh, huge in their sound, using a lot of, like, reverb-heavy riffs and stuff like that. And you, there's so much, so much times where you listen to Joy Division, you wish the song would explode and, like, go into something, like, huge and go into something like really chorus heavy and amazing and i feel like this band accomplishes that um uh i'm gonna show you the song uh let's go with time yes that was my favorite this is an awesome song and with a great lead riff in here that you hear all throughout just echoing um go ahead and play it real quick from the start yes Tell me what you thought when you first heard of this, because I know you tried, or you're you're still waiting to get into Joy Division or give them like a good try, right? Yeah, but I will say this. I mean, that's that's all I was think. That's all the one band I could think about was this. But it was Joy Division. It sounded just like Joy Division, almost every vocally, respect. vocally, definitely, definitely, and even kind of guitar, even tonal, a mm-hmm. bit like Joy Division. Um, I I have to say though I I, I I mostly enjoyed what I heard with these guys. Um, my, my only real complaint with them is that they don't see. That really, I guess dynamics is part of my issue, but I think mm-hmm. it's more to do with like, especially on the first one that you put in the playlist. What was it called? Um, uh, Midlife. Midlife. Yeah, I, I felt like that was really building up to something huge, like something explosive. But mm-hmm. like it just kind of because it just felt like it was teasing you and just like kind of edging closer and closer to something right. like some sort of avalanche of like noise, but it mm-hmm. didn't. And I felt you know I felt kind of deflated by the end of it. But right. I, I, I just I just think they need to work on their builds a bit and and how they structure songs. But um, other than that, I mean, yeah, this is really really solid. This is really this is kind of post punk that I really really like. Once yes. we'll have space, like, you know, kind of got like with a bit of bombast and grandiose mm-hmm. to it, but. So certainly, this was certainly something out my alley. Yeah, I I love how it's atmospheric. I love how it's like uh, just breathing this darkness into the sound, uh, and it's just it's capitalizing on everything I love about post punk music, and it's uh, taking it and making it unique. <laughs> so it's a fairly new band, and I'm excited to see where it goes in the future. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just following it along this post-punky journey. Um, that's all I got to say about Whispering Sons. <laughs> all right, sir. All right. Yeah. <clears throat> so, all right. I got a lot of explanation to do for this next one. Oh, Lord. So, sorry. Please cut me off if I'm going rambling on too long, Michael. Okay. So, this... First of all, I have to explain where, I, where, where the hell I discovered this next artist in the first place. So we've, we're now we're now leaving Bandcamp on, on, on my uh, on my recommendations here. We're entering a site you've probably I don't think anyone here has probably heard of. It's called Shradio. Is this, do any of you know this? So it, the the best way I can describe this is music discovery meets the stock market. It's pretty. It's pretty much what it is. Um, mm-hmm. This website's called uh, spelled Shradio, except um, it's T. R A D I I O. Okay. Um, essentially, yeah, I've, I haven't used them forever, but um, from I remember, it's essentially you go in there, um, you make a what, make an account, and there's like on the homepage. I think think they also divide it up by genres. Mm-hmm. You have like essentially what looks like you know stock lists, and then you says like which one's the most valuable and least valuable, and it shows you like how much they've gone up and down. And I'm sure there's so, there's some point systems where you do where you would use, and then you picture like okay i think the song's good i want to put some points in here mm-hmm. or you can guess and then obviously they start doing really well you get think, essentially you're, you're you're buying socks but you're not actually using real money it's mm-hmm. just the in point system i i can't i can't remember how exactly it went but yeah this is a little game built to it and it, it was fun for a little bit but i mean the gimmick kind of gets old and apparently they're in construction right now i don't know how long they'll be building their the third version of the website but who knows? That doesn't matter at this point. But I just, but that's, I mentioned that because that's how I discovered this next artist. Her name, well, at least was, and I'll get to why I say was in a second, was Cecilia Meadows. Um, she had, a, she released uh, her, she's a, she's from Sweden, but mm-hmm. she, at least, at least when she was known as Cecilia Meadows, she was based in London. Um, and she had a, released a four track EP in 2015 called Cerulean Blue. And it was on this website. And uh, particularly with the track Sleepless, I remember hearing, I was like, wow, that's really good. I'll, I'll, I'll go buy that. I actually bought this one off of Amazon. Nice. And eventually I became obsessed. And I do mean obsessed with the song Sleepless. Like, really? It is one of my favorite songs of all time. Like, top, like, I'm not, I'm not saying like top 10, top whatever, but it's like in my top 100, which mm-hmm. considering how many songs exist, that's still saying something. Right. It, I, I love this song to death. And. Um, just the way it builds and her voice comes in, and I'll play a clip for you in a second. But yeah, it was. I was like, wow, this is really cool. She's she's really good. I think so. Honestly, one of my favorite things I heard that year was that little four track EP that no one heard about. And honestly, oh, I say no one, but she was getting a little. I I, I go back. I went when I was doing research. I found some like old articles talking about that EP from like like underground like you know in indie music websites. But like she was getting at least a decent amount of buzz coming through there. Mm-hmm. And I remember like maybe like a year or two later, I was like I was like. I wanted to check in and see, oh, she has she made any music because I really liked it. I hadn't really heard anything. And I couldn't find the EP online anywhere. Hmm. Not, and it's like, I couldn't figure out why. It's like, what the? Like, it was off of Tradio. It was off of Bandcamp where it, was, where it used to be. It was off of Amazon. It was everywhere. It's like, it had been pulled. It, like, it scrubbed the internet. I'm like, what? Like, all, all that was left was the old articles written about it. Turns out she, and I had no idea who wrote, no idea why, I don't need to know, it's not my business, but uh, she changed her name to Cecilia Eba. Right. Um, it's now Eba is spelled with two Bs. Um, and she has, and she's on Spotify, you can look it up on Spotify, the, the EP out, she has one EP out called Just Fantasy. Um, 
and it, it's pretty good, but not as strong as I think that EP was. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the songs, the title track from the EP is actually on the Just Fantasy EP, Cerulean okay. Blue, so you can at least listen to that, but the other three songs on there have been lost to the ether. Um, so yeah, I don't know why she changed her name, I have no clue why, but mm-hmm. um, she's still making music periodically, um, I want her to make more. So I, I personally love this artist. Uh, wonderful voice, melancholy guitar. I mean, this is this is the stuff that I, you know, I would just fall for immediately. Yeah. You know, and, and I listened to that song "Breathe Out In," which is not one of the songs. No, that's on, off of a Just Fantasy. Okay, TV. but I even like that one. You know, that you got great. Well, I like build it too. Up, you got great build up there, great instrumentation, vocal melody, and then uh, you got those harmonics in there. Are um, that just create great mm-hmm. dynamics too? I, I I I love that song, and I love. Uh, uh, this artist and I definitely want to go into her. Yeah, more. unfortunately, you can't find. I'm I'm kind of being a dick here because you can't find the, the song Damn. I want to play here online. You, this will be the only way you can hear the song clip on live, unless I don't know if Celia, you're listening. Please put these songs back online. I wanted to share it. Want to share it to people, but um, I'm gonna play. But yeah, she has kind of um, she she introduces like elements of electronica. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit, especially in her newer stuff but uh she's, she's definitely very volk driven um just uh, really you she's just really good she's yes. really really good i love her um we're gonna play a bit of sleepless here and uh, hopefully this will push her to put the other stuff online yeah So love, 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 love the song to bits and pieces. Sleepless is so good. Please, Cecilia, put this back online. Anyways, <laughs> anything else you want to say about this artist? No, other than uh, this is this is on par with uh, a recommendation you gave me earlier with like something like Laura Veers, where it's just like you know female folk artists that just mm-hmm. takes it to the next level. Yeah, and and it it you know. Please, whenever you find something like this, throw it my way, because this is the kind of stuff I <laughs> okay. love getting recommended. Okay. By you. All right. So, yeah. I'll keep it in mind. But, yeah, um, I don't know when she's coming out with new music, hopefully soon. But, yeah, definitely go give Cecilia Eba a follow. And, uh, yeah, that's all I have to say. Cool. Uh, my next band here that I'm going to recommend is a little project called Power Plant um, that I discovered on Bandcamp uh, just, like, a few weeks ago. And this is so cool what this uh this artist has done with his sound um it's a synth punk band um and you must emphasize the synth part of that because you're gonna get like these modern garagey song uh sounds that you'll get from like bass drum of death or like jay retard or like some of the early ty seagull stuff but then you're also pairing it with some amazing synth work on here such unique tones on these synths um 
and that's what you really got to pay attention to. I want to I want to start out by playing the song. Let's go with Evidence. Um, this is off the f- the first EP called Dog Sees Ghost. Uh, since then, uh, they've released uh, four more uh, uh, projects. Uh, most recently, People in the Sun is the full-length album. Definitely re- recommend that one, but uh, let's go ahead and listen to Evidence real quick. <laughs> first heard the manager be honest this was my uh least favorite thing you recommended what? me. Uh, you know I, I i guess the electronic elements didn't really do much for me like i mean like like with the with this one like, i think evidence yeah i just felt like it ended too soon it was weird hmm. uh, i felt it was weird and like all like the stuff that came after it, it was fun but like i don't i don't know it's just I, I guess the 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 electronic elements really weren't doing much for me um so i don't know i don't know i just thought it was so unique pairing that with like you know, really modern, like low fidelity garage music like that. Oh, it certainly is. And and it was just such an interesting creative choice. Like I I never heard something like this before, and it really stood out to me. It sucks that you don't like the synth tones. I uh, I say I don't like it. It's just I don't know, not as much for me, I guess, as it is for you. Hmm. Okay. Well, I think this is something that Ben could get into. So I'm gonna pass a lot of these songs along to Ben. But uh, either way. Uh, I would recommend checking this out if you're uh, if you're into interesting synth tones, but uh, all right, Andrew's got some uh, big picks up ahead. Oh uh, yeah, so we're for cramp of time. We're gonna um, combine two very unrelated artists together because time wise. Okay. Okay. So let me go back over to here now. Um, so um, these two, when we were talking about my favorite internet music discoveries. These two take the, these two bands take the cake. Um, we have one a shoegaze band. Oh fuck you, shoegaze. shoegaze I refuse band. to say shoegaze. I do not believe that it's shoegaze. <laughs> it it is. cannot be that stupid. It is shoe. Okay, when I literally when I when I first saw the name of that, I think it was actually probably Loomer. Uh, by the way, the band name's Loomer. Uh, <laughs> so so so. Dra- dramatic. Um, but no, when I first, I think they actually introduced me to the concept of. Showgaze, and when I first saw that, huh? What what's on your feet? <laughs> it's a shoe. What 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 do you see at Loomer doing when they play their guitars? They look at their feet. 
They're shoegazing. There's not many live performances of them. I'm like, how the fuck am I supposed to know what they do when they play live? Point is, I I saw that's like there is no fucking way that this genre is called shoegaze. That'd be too stupid. So, um, and lo and behold, you were incorrect and it's called shoegaze. But talk but about, I refuse to call it shoegaze. Talk it's about shoegaze. Loomer because this is one of this Loom- is one of the first bands you ever recommended. Me. Yes, this 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 band's fantastic. They're and, from Brazil, like I said. They're yeah. on a label called Midsummer Madness, and they have a lot of pretty cool stuff on there too. Mm. But uh, Loomer is my favorite. Um, I discover okay, I discovered these guys uh, in Gal. Um, early on in my musical journey, as with the next band, mm-hmm. um, on a website called Last FM. Do either of you know that one? I know Last FM. Last FM. So the, the main purpose of that um website is to kind of like um like tra- you can track your music on there, and you can like see what how much of this artist you listened to last week. Mm-hmm. It's pretty. It's it's interesting to kind of like if you want to break down your music listening habits into data. Go fucking wild, but um, a lot. But I first discovered them because wait, when I was like probably, was probably about 2014, 2013 maybe. Um, a lot of their um, you, there was they had a lot of free music that you could download from there. Again, there goes that comes <laughs> that idea again. And one mm-hmm. of them was Loomer, and you can find them at Bandcamp as well through the Midsummer Madness Bandcamp page. I think they have their own as well. Um, and through their EP Coward Soul, which I when I first heard the songs off there, I was like, wow. The recording kind of sounds like ass, but I still really like this for some reason. Yeah. Um, it, it, really, the first two, there, there are a couple bands that are known as Loomer, but the ones that you need to concern about is um, the EPs Mind Drops and Coward Soul and their albums Deserter and You Wouldn't Anyways. Mm. That's the Loomer we're talking about. That's the showgaze band from uh, Brazil. And um, They've had a couple of lineup changes over the years, but they've always sounded. I th- they've everything they made. I think is really really good. Um, their their EPs are kind of really lo-fi. Their their uh, debut record is pretty you know spaced out. Has you know these really high end you know high end guitars over mm-hmm. over these these really just rough distorted low end lower lower end guitars, and then just the last album Deserter is just Deserter is just a harsh wall of noise of yes. just distorted showgaze, and it's really cool. So to see how this band has developed over time. Well, this is one of the first bands you ever recommended me, and you actually recommended this band. I think on the first episode I was ever on this podcast. Yes, I think on the Jack White one, either the Jack White. No, one no, or it was the. Uh, I think I think that would have. Either would have been Jack White. I think it was actually the, the the season finale of season one. Okay, so like really early on, you you showed me this band, and this is the band I think that actually um, proved to me that you have a really good taste in music. Okay, because Loomer is a fantastic, fantastic band that I I continue to go back to uh, pretty much all the time. Um, what song do you want to play? Because there's um, so I'm many good pl- ones to choose from. I'm going to play my favorite song, the one that really got me into this band. This, okay. The song is from their EP, uh, Coward Souls, called Across the Clouds. <laughs>
as you can hear from that, the uh, the big the production. I mean, especially the drums. Eh, could be better. Could be better. And again, they, I think their production did sonically get better mm-hmm. out there. But Definitely. I again, I think this is honestly my introduction to Showgaze because I had never heard these uh, spaced out vocals you know, that just echo over the song. And yes, it's just really distorted guitars this was just different to me and i kind of gravitated toward that mm-hmm. um it's weird that i've discovered sh- the, the genre of showgaze through just the most like obscure band i could possibly yeah, and find not my it. bloody valentine like everybody else so <laughs> but take uh, that hipsters yeah, i right. got points over you <laughs> no dude i i love this band so much i uh one song i for, found out from this playlist uh I've never heard Rocket Fuzz before. And yeah, that that's one, the first song from that's, Soul. That's so, that song is so good. That riff so is good. very, that tone is very, like, yeah. Bug, like Dinosaur Jr. Bug. Yeah. I, they, they're they're heavily influenced by Dino. Like, you, one, one of the press photos I've seen them, like, the one of the many female uh, members they have is actually um, uh, wearing a Dinosaur Jr. t-shirt. Nice. So And, and like, nothing beats, I, w- some of my favorite shoegaze production comes off of uh, You Wouldn't Anyway. I'm not even kidding. Like, really? Songs like Silent Noise, uh, that is some of my favorites. Mm. Um, Painkiller, like that so, that's that's a great example of you don't have to use the like really melancholy mm-hmm. drifting voice over you can be really aggressive with this yeah. stuff. And painkiller really exemplifies that. Um Dark Star, Dissonant, you know, the strings. That was I wanna say that was the least single for this for this album. Yeah. That was that that was on you wouldn't anyway. Mm-hmm. Um also Road uh, to Japan from that record too was also yeah. really good i love the riff to that uh, mm-hmm. you mentioned mentioned dark star i think i sent you a photo of it but um when i was down in ohio like i, I was driving through my grandma's day for well <laughs> my well, my grandmother that was my grandma's and then we, we stopped at like an intersection and then like i noticed looked up and i forgot this intersection dark star avenue and, <laughs> I, and of course my 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 brain has been forever ruined by music so i immediately started humming humming the riff mm-hmm. to that yeah no, I, I love this band so much, man. I'm so glad you brought it back. You, All right. this is this is a staple for this podcast. Is listening to this band, apparently. Yes. Or at least between you and me. Yeah. All right, and then I'm gonna go through this last one real quick because I have to mention them because they're my. If we're talking about music, internet music discoveries, it's my favorite, my absolute favorite. Uh, I probably discovered around the same time uh, as Loomer from a website called Gemendo. They're mainly for like you know people to like get like royalty free music without like worrying about um what's um. Royalties, but um, so you'll get some kind of boring crap on there. You'll get some just horrible, like garage stuff. I've been listening to a lot of stuff I discovered from that website back then. Like, wow, a lot of this sucks. But one band that has persisted with me for such a long time, they're one of my favorites. I love everything they've pretty much done. Um, The band's called Shearer. Um, If you know the actor Alan Shearer, that's how you you spell their name, Shearer. They're from Germany, uh, I think, particularly from Belgium. Uh, not Belgium, <laughs> Berlin. Mm-hmm. Belgium's a country, Andrew. Um, they're just fantastic. I love their album Monument. It, it, it's just, you're, you're not getting anything super complicated here. You're just getting a really powerful rock and roll band um, that with some pretty good lyrics, I, I would argue, um, and just really interesting sounding vocals. Um, just really great, really just f- full sounding guitar, except on the debut. Uh, the debut is just kind of really rough around the edges. Although their debut, Making a Mudson, is also really, really good. Um, and yeah, uh, it's hard to keep track of what these guys are doing because all their stuff is in uh, German. And uh, yeah, um, please make a new album. You haven't made one since 2013. I want a new album. I'm going to real, real quick play, um, play uh, a song that I really like from them and then. 
You can tell me your thoughts on the Michael, and I'm not looking forward to it. Monument by Shearer. Um, that's the title track off of their 2010 record. Probably on some of my favorite records I've heard this decade. Yeah. So, all right, Michael. She said well, you didn't well, like these hold guys. On, hold Why? on, hold on. You, you said it came out in 2010, right? Yes. It should have stayed in 2010. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm flipping them off right now. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna uh, start that off. Look, I'm gonna start with the shit. I'm gonna start with the things I liked first. All right. Okay. Let's start with that. Um, like on a song like Days End. Great vocal melodies, uh, mm-hmm. great rhythm guitar. Overall, really dynamic and exciting throughout. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of you know, it, the songwriting ability is fantastic. Love that one. Um, the th- tone on rock and roll, the fuzziness. Love, love that, that song. Love so that. much. Um, great bassline on Monument. Completely buried underneath. Um, okay. uh, this band exemplifies great vocal and main arrangements, songwriting, rhythm. You know, all that stuff. Um, but at the end of the day, uh, it makes it sound so meathead with that guy singing. It's so meatheady. Um, what do you mean? Like, it, it's just like, it's just a party rock band to me. It, mm. It's just like, it just sounds like something you'll play at, at the, like, uh, it, it's, li- the, it's the band that they get when they have nothing else to put on the festival bill. Yeah, uh, look at the lyrics and that will totally drive that they're actually pretty i mean the first record yeah fine they're kind of i'll give you they're kind of meatheady on making the mutts and some parts of adam and eve uh which is like adam was their full-length record i think okay i forget which one was the ep which one's the record but well adam and they had two separate releases in 2009 20, mm-hmm. 2008 i think it was 2008 um we're like one what it was an ep called eve or not or an album called adam or vice versa i don't know I get some of that there, but especially going off of Monument and, and, and onto um, Duck on a Cover, um, Duck on a Cover, whatever it's called. The lyrics are actually pretty thoughtful and, pr- and pretty, uh, I wouldn't say insightful, but definitely they're, they're, they're definitely, there's definitely a lot of pondering going on. Like, mm-hmm. you know, obviously, Mo- the song Monument is about, like, how am I going to be viewed when I die? Should I even bother caring about how people are going to view me when you die? It's not nothing groundbreaking, sure, but at the same time, to call it meatheady, I, I think that's unfair. When when I hear the aggressiveness of the instrumentation paired with whoever that guy is, whoever's singing, Alan Shear. Well, no, that's not that's the actor. Fuck. Okay. Whatever his name. <laughs> I, I have an, name I have is. an interesting take for you. I think this band would have excelled way beyond the 2010s and probably would put out a record now and probably be praised by a lot of people. If they had a female vocalist, I think the instrumentation of this band would pair perfectly with female vocals, um, and you know something really extreme. Like, what's that band we discovered when we uh, were picking through DD, uh, um, Dollar Bin? I know what you're CDs. talking about. I think, I think they're actually bands actually called Cheer. <laughs> Funny enough, right? But like something like that, you know, 
I, paired with this instrumentation I, would be perfect I, for me. I I, I I can't stand the the, the vocals on the, on this band. I wrong. So I I, 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 I think there it brings so much power to them, and it just brings so much energy. That's why I love this bit. Like this was discovered in a place where people are supposed to find royalty for your music. No band from a site like that should be this energetic. But where's it's the great. where's the dynamics? Where's the dynamics? Where, uh, why, am I just there's going, dynamics on Monument. Am, am I just going to get energy? rock music the entire time yes, I gonna get the problem at, with that some, well no, here's, just, and here's the thing maybe you should listen to their albums as a whole yeah a lot, a lot of it's pretty energetic but they'll throw in ballads every now and again on their records they'll throw I'm not th- asking for a ballad I'm asking for something a little interesting something different something that's not just rhythm guitar with a you know a put together solo probably in the last 10 minutes of recording oh fuck you <laughs> uh, no I I, th- I think they're great at, I think they're really good so I mean yeah like I said they're not getting anything super complicated you're not going to get anything groundbreaking with these guys by mm. the way don't listen to Michael he's wrong so <laughs> <laughs> um, he, he, you're, you're, you're just gonna get really, really solid rock, rock and roll music with pretty, again, pretty insightful lyrics, decent guitarist, good. I would argue a very good vocalist, and just, re, just a really interesting sonic evolution. Like honestly, you might actually find some of the interesting stuff on Adam and Eve. If I, okay. Maybe I should have showed you some of that. The, okay. The guitars are a little thin on that. I, I'm not. As, this is my least favorite favorite releases of theirs because the production's kind of thin but um but you do get some interesting riffs and rhythms going on in there so you might actually find some enjoyment from those releases but okay. i don't I mean again sometimes simplicity there's nothing wrong with simplicity and i think they do i think i think they they have their sound and they work it work with it really well i you know i'm like i said none of the bands we're talking about is bad music this is just very far from my cup of tea um but I, I am glad you showed it to me regardless because this is a band you've talked about for a while. And I think you showed them to me like in I small have. doses, like when I visited you over the summer and stuff like that. And on first listen, like, you know, I, I and I could tell when I got into this playlist, like the first song, I, I'm into it. I'm liking it. And then I start to realize, oh, it's the same thing over and over and over again <laughs> so that's that's my problem and and may, may, maybe that was my maybe i just showed you some stuff maybe i just showed you the wrong stuff on my part they do they do do they do try interesting things every now and again mm-hmm. i mean monument is our kind of monument making the mutton are their most straightforward ones maybe that says something about me because those are my favorites of theirs but mm-hmm. um you can figure out some more stuff on their last record and the adam and eve stuff so regardless check out sheer this is this is okay. The, you um, know, it's it's one of Andrew's favorites, which means it's good. So I'm, go. I'm gonna leave you I'm on so, that. I'm Monday. sorry. I'm sorry for exploding on you, Michael. It's okay. I just have to defend Michael. <laughs> anyway, I think that should what, wrap it up. Ben, ben wants to say something. Their album artwork sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn. Um, death, death. He's not wrong. <laughs> I think it's supposed to be charmingly bad at times, but you're not wrong. Um, <laughs> right. actually, no. I like Monument. I like the Monument cover. Anyways, um, you. Mention yours real quick. You had one more. Cars I do. Have, I do have one more. Um, and I'm just gonna go over it briefly because this, for me, is the pinnacle of band camp bands because this <laughs> this uh, band is named after just a guy filming or, or recording his uh, audio for his vocals in his car, and that's why he named it Car Seat Headrest, right? Um, this is the solo <laughs> project of uh, Virginia resident Will Toledo. He recorded four. Um, very lo-fi, very interesting mm-hmm. um, albums, just called one, two, three, and four. Right after he graduated high school, right, and then uh, this is a perfect example of someone going beyond just being a you know 
uh, low end artists just uh, you know putting stuff together and trying to put it out online and actually making something out of a career like that because eventually mm-hmm. he gets signed to a major label and all of the early stuff is re-recorded and re-released and remastered mm-hmm. and you have indie masterpieces like twin fantasy that's coming out you have explosive albums like teens of denial coming out um in the later part of the 2010s i um fell in love with car seat headrest probably two years ago when a friend showed them to me and i've been kind of hooked ever since on um just the the way will toledo is able to put songs together and a lot of people are going to criticize right away uh his vocal timbre very whiny probably more whiny than you'll ever get on any emo midwest emo band you'll ever find right but there's a certain sort of character to that right and Mm -hmm. i think it pairs perfectly with the uh instrumentation he can put together um i want to go ahead and play a song called sober to death um specifically the one off twin fantasy mirror to mirror in parentheses because you have Twin Fantasy Mirror to Mirror being the first, the very lo-fi one that he recorded in his car. Then it gets re-recorded with actual, you know, um, production and technical efficiency. Mm-hmm. And you get that released um, just two years ago. So go ahead and play the lo-fi one. That was the original lo-fi mixing of Sober to Death. Now I want you to play like the last 30 seconds of uh, Sober to Death off Twin Fantasy, the, I think, 2019 or the 20. last 30 seconds? Yeah, said? the 20, yeah, the 2018, 2019 release. Don't worry, you and me won't be alone no more. Don't worry. So yeah, that there's an example of just how someone can actually make it off Bandcamp. And when you, you when you're a small artist like Will Toledo, or if you're someone in your just small town, you mm-hmm. can you're we're in an age now where you can make a professional music career off just putting songs on the internet. Yeah, and and and, and I want to go back to like I mentioned earlier, a lot, a lot of my bands happen to be international, at least to us here in the mm-hmm. U.S. I mean, I have one from Germany, one from Greece, one from Brazil, mm-hmm. um, or I've forget the others but one one from sweden stroke england and you know you know i would have never discovered these bands without the internet yeah and i i I think you know you know the internet i hate to sound like a boomer but okay uh (laughs) yes the internet has probably i think we can all agree here that the internet has probably done some bad to society I, i think we to some respect the internet has probably done that and done that before however when it comes to music, I ha- I can't really think of too many. F- well, I, I, the artists might disagree because of uh, well piracy and whatnot. But 
at least from a consumer standpoint, at least from a music listener standpoint, mm-hmm. I can't think of any real negatives that's come no. that's come from the internet as far as you know music, especially music discovery. In fact, it's never. I would argue it's never been a better time to be to be a music fan because not only can you discover a lot of things you would have never heard unless you had a pretty cool you know record store by you. Or, or, and you can, like you said, you can put stuff right on the internet very easily with mm-hmm. little to no uh, barrier to it. You get some really weird shit because of that, yeah. but you'll also get some really good stuff, really like interesting sounding stuff that you would have not have heard otherwise. Yeah. So go ahead and check out all these bands we have down here. Um, most of these can be found on Bandcamp. If not, just look them up on Spotify for the majority yeah. of them. Most of them. I mean, again, like, um, yeah, pretty much. I think everything. You can find all of these on Bandcamp except for Cecilia Ebel. You'll have to go to Spotify for her. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, let's close it on that note by just saying the internet is good for the music. Internet, internet is very good for music. Yeah. And all this right. is nice. I don't know. Did you think this went well? I think it went well. Um, I hope the uh, audio comes out okay. Yeah. If not, well, we can always replace it later. But if this did go well, we can always do this again. This yeah. is kind of fun. All right. Ben can join us in next time. I'm sure he has picks. Definitely. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Ben, for recording. Thanks, thank you. Everyone and then, for listening. would you like to introduce next week's episode? Do I even know what it is? I thought it's something that you're more. Yes, it in. is. You're right. It yeah. is mine. That's why I wanted to introduce it. We might have a guest <laughs> on it next week. I don't know. Um, that's in a huge question mark. A good yeah, chance that's up it in might the air. not. Huh? It's up in the air. But what it isn't at this point is the topic. We're talking about one of my favorites, one of my absolute beloved cheers. Favorite bands. We're talking about the B-52s. Yes. On that note, good night, Detroit. Yeah. Pay the musicians you listen to.